Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. My fellow entrepreneurs, Scott Hansen here. Are you excited to be alive? Are you ready to take your business to entirely new heights? Because I hope you're ready to tame your fears today, start living the life you were meant to live, and become the extraordinary person that you were meant to live. Hacker Nation, I hope you're taking some notes. Get out your pad, get out your paper, get out your pens, because we have an extraordinary guest with us today. He's not only incredibly successful in the technology space, he's a lot of fun, and his business, his company, is also a ton of fun. So get ready to learn some incredible strategies from Mr. Dan Schindler. Dan, are you ready to rock? Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Success Hackers is brought to you by Meet Advisors, empowering business through advice. Dan Schindler is a seasoned technology executive who has founded and developed a variety of creative businesses throughout his career before landing in the internet space in 1999. Dan is currently the executive vice president for business development and co-founder of Donuts, a company he co-founded in 2010, which is the largest registry of meaningful not-com options such as dot .coffee, dot .florist, and dot .photography, and is designed to be the driving force in the not-com revolution. Dan has been quoted in numerous industry and consumer-facing media outlets such as CNN Money, Fast Company, The Domains, LA Times, Wall Street Journal, Wired, and many, many others. Dan Schindler, welcome to Success Hackers. It is great to have you. Thank you. Great to be here. So, Dan, your CMO was quoted as saying, as the number of registered website names has soared to more than 230 million names globally, and with more than 500,000 businesses launching every single month in the U.S. alone, the namespace on the Internet needed to expand. These not-com options have created a groundswell of support for a not-com revolution because they are more descriptive, more memorable, and available than today's dot-com options. Dan, I gave Hacker Nation just a little background of who you are, but would love for you to share more about Donuts. Absolutely, and uh, uh, what Jeff, uh, our CMO, uh, just uh, explained to you, um, is the reason why we hired him. He absolutely nailed it. Um, so we're the largest operator and owner of these not-com domain names, as you mentioned. We have almost 200 of them uh, that empower brands and individuals uh, the ability to be creative with domain names. And uh, we applied for these names when a window of opportunity opened, when the regulator of the domain name space called ICANN uh, opened that window a few years ago. And that's why we were formed in order to, pr to provide short, meaningful addresses that not just uh, resonate with the domain name uh, owner themselves, uh, but more particularly with the audience that they're looking to attract. Yeah, and I love it. I think it is so cool. So, for example, just to clarify everything with our listeners, 
if I wanted to purchase a domain name, for example, with the extension of .lawyer or .restaurant or maybe even .podcast or .pizza, I wouldn't necessarily go to your website. I would still go to the domain sites like GoDaddy or HostGator. Is that correct? Yeah. So we are a wholesaler or the manufacturer, if you like. Uh, we own all the names to the left of the dot as well as the to the right of the dot, the top level domain. And uh, we sell our names to the uh, what are called ICANN accredited registrars. ICANN is the regulator I referred to before. It stands for the Internet Corporation for Assigned Names and Numbers. And they have accredited registrars who are approved to sell domain names and provide other domain services. So companies like GoDaddy and Web.com and One and One are organizations that uh, we sell our names to, and they sell them on to um, business owners and uh in the general public yeah and i was i was looking on your website i mean these are just a few of the tons of difference dot after the name dot credit dot credit card dot cruises dot dating dot deals dot delivery dot dental dot diamonds dot domains dot education dot email dot energy so i i mean i think this is a really really cool concept but from a business strategy standpoint how do you get the name out to the masses so that they know that this new option or newer option is available to them? Yeah, that's a great question. In fact, we have embarked upon a multi-million dollar general awareness and education campaign uh, that our CMO drove um, called Freedom of Choice, uh, where we pushed out the message about, uh, you know, there is a revolution in domain names. There are um, alternatives to .com that have meaning. Um, and we pushed that out through a whole variety of different digital media to the extent that uh, in a two-month period, 50 million Americans saw the video uh, that we produced, the Freedom of Choice video, in its entirety. So that's one way in which we're trying to uh, let people know that these new names exist, because once they know they exist, um, they're very quick to uh, snap them up. It's not a difficult uh, concept to get. If you're a restaurateur, you obviously want to have a dot restaurant name. If you're into golf, then you want to have a dot golf name, uh, etc. So with almost 200 of these, um, you know, there's something for everyone. And that's just the donuts TLDs, top-level domains. There are also uh, other top-level domains uh, that have been launched uh, by other uh, companies uh, in this space. And then the registrar channel, uh, the retailers who are out there selling domain names and domain name services, they have a tremendous outreach too um, to uh, you know, let the world know that these things exist, um, especially when they go to the home pages of a, of a registrar like GoDaddy, do a search uh, for a name, and then different options are presented to them. Whereas in the past past uh, you know 30 odd years there hasn't been choice or well, certainly not much choice right and so for as an example probably as a as a joint venture or partnership with the likes of GoDaddy as you mentioned how do you get people that go to a GoDaddy and I want to register my website or I want to check out to see if it's even available is there going to be advertisements on the front page of the GoDaddies or the 101, as you mentioned, of the world? Is that sort of how you guys are going after business, or is it something completely different? No, that's exactly what they do. They also have a tremendous amount of outreach themselves. I mean, we've heard of companies like GoDaddy and Web.com because of the tremendous advertising that they've done all around the world mm -hmm. uh, to put themselves at the forefront of uh, the domain name space. 
So when they do that, um, they obviously need uh, stock in order to uh, you know, sell to their customers, and the domain name is the catalyst upon which your entire web business is built. Hmm. Without a domain name, you don't have a website, you don't have email, you don't have uh, you know, shopping carts and all the other things that, uh, that they sell. So uh, they're incented uh, to buy the product from us wholesale and to um, uh, provide these web services to their customers. Passion is such a ingredient to being successful, then I think you'd agree. In my opinion, frankly, it's really the number one factor for success. From your background, you have a real passion for new disruptive technologies and startups. What gets you so excited about this space? Um, making money. <laughs> I've got to be honest with you. Uh, I'm not ashamed to say that's you know why we're in business. Uh, we uh, raised a tremendous amount of investment, and uh, you know uh, I understand investors uh, like getting their money back. So uh, it's important that we're passionate about what we're doing, and uh, uh, and we get a good return on that investment. But you know we want to change the internet. Um, and uh, we're passionate about doing that, my partners and I. Um, and uh, we think we've got something that uh, is not only disruptive, but will, uh, you know, evolve into changing the internet in in, in the years to come. Um, dot com won't be so uh, dominant and prevalent in the domain space because there will be so much more meaningful choice uh, available for uh, business owners and um, you know people who want a website for personal interest and and family blogging and whatever else uh, folks mm. register domain names for so i have to ask and i've actually promoted this on my facebook page saying that i was going to be talking to one of the founders of donuts and take a guess what one of the number one questions was what's the name what? donuts yeah. mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah well everybody loves donuts right of course uh, you know, i think that uh, was part of it there there, there are a, a, a few reasons um you know we uh, if, if you take the first middle and last letter of donuts dns that's the acronym for the domain name system mm -hmm. and uh, that is the system that uh, turned an ip address a, a, a series of numbers that were not memorable uh, into a name that humans find uh, easier to remember so that's the the domain name system so everybody loves donuts it's got dns uh, in uh, in the uh, in the name and uh, in the industry the inside joke is you know, these are called tlds that's the acronym for top level domains which is you know to the right of the dot so instead of dot com it's dot football or it's dot restaurant or mm. it's dot pizza um, these uh, top level domains um they're called tlds so the first letter of our uh, of donuts is a teal color d so um it's a pretty lousy in joke but uh, that's one of the reasons <laughs> behind the naming i love it i love it so as one of the co-founders along with being the executive vp of business development what is your primary role with the company and what have you noticed to be one of the more challenging areas of the business um, well, uh, my primary responsibility is obviously to, to, to grow business and, and find uh, uh, new opportunities to sell domain names and, and nurture the existing channel. You know, we're very fortunate in that there is this channel of ICANN accredited registrars who have been lined up ready to receive these new names to move on to their customers for years. This, is, this whole process was not something that happened uh, in any short time frame. It took many, many years for the regulator to, uh, you know, get the rules 
uh, right in the community to get the rules right to, to apply for them. So, that, you know, we're lucky we have that channel. And uh, my job and the job of my team is to uh, look after that channel and, and make doing business with us as, uh, as easy as possible. Um, so that's uh, one focus. Another focus is to look at organizations out there that have perhaps uh, never resold a domain name before and engage them. Trade associations, for example, who, you know, the Restaurant Association of the United States wants to tell the, uh, their restaurateurs, their, their members and subscribers that, that dot restaurant is now available. Mm. You know, the World Golf Foundation wants to tell its um, members that dot golf is now available. And so we reach out to those. And, and in conjunction with our marketing team in, uh, based in Chicago, we uh, try and make sure that we're all singing from the same hymn sheet and, and co-market and promote new top-level domains um, to our customers and in turn to their customers. I would say the most difficult and challenging thing is, you know, we're, we're absolutely convinced that uh, this is going to be successful because it's, it's already been successful. More than five million names have been registered in a little over a year uh, in the new top-level domain space. Mm. We just want to uh, accelerate that success so that, the, you know, we tell more and more people in the world that uh, these new names uh, are available now. And in turn, you guys can make more money because we love money. <laughs> We certainly do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Take us back to a time, we call it the light bulb moment, Dan, when the light bulb just boom went off and you then realized that Donuts wasn't just a cool name or a pipe dream anymore, but that it was starting to garner a lot of attention and then became an actual business. Can you take us back to that time when that happened? Uh, yeah, I can. Uh, it, it certainly was uh, many years uh, in the uh, baking, if you'll forgive the uh, Donut analogy. So um, it took a number of years to uh, get it together in terms of uh, um, the rules that the community agreed upon in order to uh, get the regulator to uh, approve the process in the first place. But I think, you know, we're a confident bunch and uh, we've got uh, been successful in this space uh, before and uh, we've hired extremely well. Uh, so I think that the, probably the first light bulb moment was when our uh, wonderful group of investors, you know, wired us their investment. Uh, you know, we believed in our product but needed the dollars to get started. So mm. that was probably the, the, you know, what, the most important thing. Without that, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, again, the talking about the cash infusion to actually put desks in and to get the phones in and to start hiring people to say, hey, this isn't just a pipe dream anymore, but we're actually taking this thing to the next level. What, what an exciting time that must have been for you personally and, of course, for the rest of the group. Uh, it was it was absolutely incredible um, and a roller coaster. Um, in fact, uh, you know, the, the, the the great majority of the investment we raised was to enable us to acquire these assets, these new top-level domains. Um, they're not cheap. Uh, we spent uh, 60 million, almost $60 million in applying for just over 300 of these top-level domains. Um, and it's all done um, uh, in the strictest of confidence. Uh, we didn't know who else was applying for what. And uh, so it really was uh, a lot of sleepless nights and uh, nail-biting to when the actual big reveal happened, as it's called within the industry, and the regulator announced, you know, who had applied for what. It was, um, you know, uh, you know, very uh, exciting and uh, stressful time. So for all you Hacker Nation out there that's listening to Dan, he just shared something that's a huge golden nugget, which was, you know, he had this idea, him and his partners had this idea, but they're like, I'm not sure if it's going to go anywhere. We're a confident bunch, but we need money. We need to do something. 
What's maybe one strategy, Dan, that you can share with our Hacker Nation around investments, around getting investors to give you money? Is there maybe just one success strategy or hack that you can share that's helped you actually get some funding for the company? Yeah, it's a great question, and and there certainly isn't one. If it's the best one uh, out of all the the things that you need to do, I think it's convince your investor group that you have the uh, smarts to be able to make it work even though the original plan may not be exactly, you know, come to fruition. Mm. You know, every money lender, bank, investor has seen thousands of business plans. Uh, None of them actually uh, are exactly like the plan because we're just predicting the future and it's difficult to do, especially in this space where it's not happened before. So I think investors look at a group and say, well, let's invest in them. If they don't get this exactly right, they'll find something and they'll make it work. That's probably the one thing, but probably a question more for our investor group. So I want to take that just one step further in terms of a success hack, because as you know, the name of the show is Success Hackers, and it's all about sharing a strategy or a hack with our listeners. Is there a success strategy or a hack that a business owner that's listening right now, Dan, can take or do or implement to take their dream and make it a reality? I know that there's probably a lot of steps, but is there just one hack or strategy that you can share with that business owner that's listening right now to say, my God, I got this idea, and my God, I would love to be in Dan Schindler's uh, uh, shoes so that I can take my business to the next level. What can they do? That's a great question, and the thing that immediately pops into my head, the one thing, hire smarter people than you. Building your team. I think if you think you know it all and that you're hiring people who don't help, you're not hiring the right people. Hire smarter people than you. And, uh, you know, uh, we, as I said, we're a pretty confident uh, and, dare I even say, arrogant bunch. And we've been successful in, in, in this and other spaces before. But hire smarter people. That's what we try to do all the time. And uh, I think we've got a fabulous team of not just smart but really nice people who are equally passionate and motivated to make it work. You know, this is not an individual sport. <laughs> this is a team sport. And uh, you, you need, uh, you need a, a team of people who are aligned, and they need to be smarter than you. Such a great strategy. You know, you hear it all the time, and you hear it, and you hear it, and you hear it, and you say, well, you got to hire smarter, you got to hire smarter. But I think a lot of times people say, well, well, hold on. If I hire smarter, that means that someone might overtake me and make me look bad, but it's it's a it's a different way of thinking, isn't it? It's a we have a team of owners here with us, but in order to get this thing really off the ground, we can't hire people that aren't as smart as us. We have to hire people that actually are smarter, so that we can delegate, so that they can have buy-in to what we're about to embark upon. Is that what I'm hearing? It's absolutely true. I'm going to correct you on one point in a moment that you said that's not quite true. But, yeah, I mean, the four of us who founded or co-founded Donuts um, all have success in this space and others, but we're all really quite different. Hmm. And it's, uh, you know... um, we complement each other um, and we fight with each other a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we agree that we're all trying to strive for the same uh, objective and uh, we thrash these things out. Um, so it is definitely important. Human nature uh, often results in what you just said. Oh, I better not hire that person. It's too good. They'll take my job. Well, you know, as an entrepreneur and a shareholder, you want people who make the team better. And uh, that's very important. Where where I'm going to correct you is um, I certainly haven't always been successful. Uh, I've had my failures. And um, 
you know, there's uh, an old saying that goes something like, you know, victory is empty, there are lessons in defeat. And I certainly lost, learned a lot more, I think, from uh, when I got it wrong uh, than when I get it right. Well, interestingly enough, you led me right to the next segment of the show, which is the fail forward stage, which basically says, take us back to a brief time in your entrepreneurial endeavor when you did fail. And you might have even wanted to quit, but you failed forward, we call it, and took that failure and used it as fuel to your success fire. Okay, so I've been involved in lots of different things and uh, with different levels of success and failure. And I think, um, you know, I'm reminded of something that uh, uh, Ross Perot said, that uh, a lot of businesses fail at the nine-yard line, uh, to use an, an American football analogy. You know, you're just so close to your touchdown, but you quit and you give up. So uh, I think that's great advice. If you can find a way to get to the finish line, you know, the end zone, then that is uh, something that you should strive to do. Um, but if you can't, then you have to cut your losses and uh, not bury your head in the sand and think that things are just going to turn out for the best because you want them to. Sometimes you have a bad idea or you don't fulfill properly or maybe you're just ahead of your time and the world's not ready for it yet and you have to recognize those uh, moments and uh, and react to them. Uh, and I, I recall, you know, my first uh, internet business that I started uh, back uh, in the UK in 1999 was something that uh, started off very, very successfully. Whatever I did worked. And, uh, you know, you think that um, you're some kind of genius and that everything that you do, uh, you know, turns to gold. But on reflection, I was lucky. Uh, the timing was right. And um, I, no honest entrepreneur that's been successful will tell you uh, that they were successful without luck. You know, everybody needs luck. Uh, I think that's, um, that's a fact of life. Mm. Um, but uh, when uh, I, I was flying with, with this business because I was lucky, as I said, and the timing uh, was right and the product was, was, was in demand. But then 9-11 happened. Mm. And uh, a lot of my customers were in the travel business because that's the way uh, where the confidence was in the Internet space back in the day. And uh, a lot of those companies that were my customers, almost all of them, actually went out of business. Mm. And I didn't prepare for the fact that it wasn't always going to be great. And uh, so when it started to go bad and get very bad and, you know, I was owed all this money and wasn't getting paid, um, I learned a lot more in that time when I was failing and I was struggling for cash and how was I going to pay my staff. Um, then I learned when things were going well and, uh, you know, everything I seemed to do worked. Which is such a golden nugget. I mean, at one breath, you're on top of the mountain and you're like bulletproof and you can't be touched and your company and you are flying. And then all of a sudden, like you said, 9-11 hits and the majority of your customers are in the travel industry and most of those companies go out of business. You could have tucked tailed and ran, but you learned from it, you took from it and then said, next time around, when we do this again, not if, I will plan and see different angles versus the one path that I was just focusing on, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I guess it's back to that flexibility again. Dan, we are now going to enter the randomness round. It's like putting you on the success hackers version of the hot seat. Whatever okay. is the first answer that comes to your mind, just let it rip. So, Dan Schindler, are you ready for the randomness round? Uh, I'm not sure. That's <laughs> to find out. Sometimes I don't have the best filter. Let's see. Best advice you've ever received? My first day in the work uh, world, I had was taken to lunch by a lawyer. And he said to me, always tell the truth. There'll be times in your business life 
where you'll go, you'll have to go to court. Make sure you go to court with clean hands. And I think that's advice I've never forgotten in 30 years. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> that's the best way to start the day. You now own a time machine. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. What advice would your current self, knowing what you know about life and business, give your 25-year-old self? Again, there's a, a phrase that comes to mind, choose a job you love and you'll never have to work a day in your life. You know, after uh, my family business was sold, the business I got into with my dad originally, um, I didn't always do that. Uh, now I have. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success? I hope it's trust. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? Uh, nothing's hidden. Uh, I'm very pompous. <laughs> if you don't know my talents, uh, I'll be sure to tell you. Well, on Success Hackers, we always go that one step further, Dan. So we have to know. Our audience demands that we know what that one talent is that maybe people don't know about you or a talent that you have that you can share with us. Um, well, I'm a scratch golfer, uh, and I think uh, it's uh, been beneficial in my life. I've done a lot of business on the golf course, and there are you know, plenty of similarities between the disciplines required to play uh, sport, especially golf, at a, at a high level, uh, and uh, you know, the uh, environment that one finds oneself in in business a lot. And I think those disciplines and lessons are important talents to have. For our audience in Hacker Nation, can you explain what scratch golfer means oh uh, zero handicap so um, uh, golf has a handicap system that allows people to play of different levels to uh, play so there are 18 holes and around a golf and if you're an 18 handicapper and I'm a zero you'll get one shot per hole uh, to help you compete if you're a seven handicap golfer you'll get seven shots and if you're a 27 handicap golfer you'll get 27 shots over right. the 18 holes Last question of the randomness round, Dan. When your life is near the end, what do you want your legacy to be? He loved his family. This has been incredible. Thank you, Dan, so much for your time and also sharing these awesome success strategies with Hacker Nation. Where can our listeners find out more about you and the business? You can find us at Donuts at www.donuts.domains. Uh, one of our new TLDs, .domains. So that's where you can find uh, the business. And you can follow me on Twitter. My handle is at Daniel Schindler. Perfect. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net for this episode's show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Dan, along with other really cool resources that we have on the site. And don't forget, you can take this show and listen to me anywhere you're at in all these incredible interviews. All you have to do, go to successhackers.net, clicking on the iTunes tab, and then click subscribe to the show on the iTunes page. Once you do that, you're on the iTunes page. We really love five-star ratings and reviews because we're actually able to reach and empower more entrepreneurs just like you. So if you can leave us a five-star rating and a review, that would be awesome. You can follow me and the show on Twitter at ScottHanson1210, at ScottHanson1210. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.